through. So the start of this will just be people's ears bleeding from halfway through a scream of yours. Ah! <laughs> Way to go, Mike. Hey. All right. And we are back. We're singing. We're dancing. We're back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. And welcome back to the one, the only, the Snap Crackle podcast. Across from me sits Nick. Hello. To my right sits Mike. Shabadoo. Smogging the doo, everybody. Smogging the doo. And as always, I sit here alone. Away from everyone, coronavirus or not. I wash my hands. Coronavirus! All right, Mike. I'm so excited for today. I'm so excited. I'm tired. I'm hoping you guys bring lots of energy. To oh, man, up. I got so much energy to spare. I've got too like, much you energy. You can just rub my energy no, off. I got hit with like, a be- like the worst case of diarrhea I've had in years at like fucking 3.30 in the morning last night. It's probably coronavirus. Did you have enough toilet paper? I did, luckily. So a friend brought me a big big pack was your friend one of the hoarders your mom was one of the people that were the hoarders oh my gosh and i got it in. Hey, it's not what you know it's who you know you know <laughs> and how you right. know it's, uh, yeah it's not what you know it's who you know uh so you know i'm feeling a little under the weather uh, not, not under the weather but drained and lighter <laughs> if you run out of the room you know, my butt nick, hurts. nick is definitely the guy that's been bit and doesn't want to tell anybody else in the zombie <laughs> movie he's over there with no, the sweat he's like t- we're, we're fine <laughs> we're fine <laughs> Take me out back yeah. and put me down. God really dang. Please don't put me down. <laughs> really. you know? Nothing a little Budweiser can't don't fix. Don't put me sure. down. You know, I think it might have been Whoosh. the Tombstone pizza I ate. I'm not really sure. Ooh, a Tombstone. You know, I went over my dad's. We shot some guns. Uh, I have a friend of mine, like, and uh, the wife really hasn't shot the guns I've got in the house. So, you know, it took an opportunity. Nice. Yeah. Fucking shotguns, and then I just started drinking without eating anything. I got fucking white girl wasted with my dad. Went home, stuffed a pizza, and then the nightmare began shortly after that. So somewhere between the tombstone, somewhere between the beer and the pizza, actually named pizza. Somewhere, I don't know when the change occurred in me. I used to love frozen pizza, but then something happened. I hit an age where it's like, no, this is a last resort. This is not a first resort. Oh, I. I stocked up on pizza rolls last week because, you know, what stocking kind? up. What kind? Well, cheese, unfortunately. Oh, I know, they're so bad. You expect to have power. That's a fine doomsday prepper. Exactly. Food. Anything frozen. Yeah. If, I'm, yeah, if, if we're not frozen, losing power good. anytime soon, it's not a bad purchase. It'll stick around for a while. Some people make worse purchases. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, sure. it's, it's pizza rolls. Then, I love wait, wait, pizza worse rolls. purchases than cheese pizza rolls? Yeah, definitely. No. How about milk? Go yeah. to the grocery store. Oh all the gosh. milk's gone. What's wrong with people? What the fuck are you doing with all that milk? But there's plenty of powdered milk. It's perishable. I have powdered milk. Even in your fridge, it will go bad. Yeah. You're not going to drink 83 gallons of milk in a week. Nope. Well, what I just had... What the fuck are you doing? I just had salmon the other night, so I guess, you know. And you can't really, <laughs> you can't really freeze milk and have it still potable for all its intended purposes. Laughs and ice cream. You know, you can do certain things with it, like... Freezing it, I think. I think if you unfreeze it, it gets weird. Like it separates. And kind of like bread. I hate I, frozen you know bread. I mean? Yeah, people. Oh. I don't even like people that keep bread in their refrigerator. No, it's the worst. I think those yeah, people do are screwed up. I, if I buy a large amount of bread at once, I will freeze it. To, you know, because it will go. Why bad. are you buying a large amount? Why are you hoarding, well, Nick? Yeah, because, Nick. Because cost. Buy in bulk. Go to Costco. Buy in bulk. Go to Costco. 
Unless there's just one paper. For you two that don't have fucking kids in in a (laughs) house full of people, you really don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I have a house full of people. They're just not my people. Oh, I got you. You're just not responsible for their well-being. Hallelujah. They're little Thank God for that, right? You know? But, uh, yeah, no, don't keep it in the fridge. That's like putting a banana in the fridge. Ugh. And what are you doing? As soon as there's one little it's brown spot on black. that banana, I'm done with it. You're done with it, huh? I can't handle it. No, you can make it. banana no bread spots. with it. You can cook with it. You can. You can. You know? No, I've never looked bread. at a bad banana and said, let me make some bread. Oh, yeah. I just throw it in the garbage. Fucking mush that shit up, put it in, put it in something. You say, I'm going to leave this for make banana bread. It sits there for three you months. You make a smoothie out of it. Mm-hmm. You know? A little banana split. You know? Dump yeah, a lot some of fucking banana chocolate mulch shit on it. You know? Do you only have bananas at the house, Nick? <laughs> He's like, my daughter, yes, yes. For years, yeah. Banana brittle. Up until very recently, my, my toddler, it was one of the exclusive items that she would eat. So, yeah. no. Oh, okay. Lots house. of bananas. Yeah. yeah. No, from you time can freeze a, a banana, though. Frozen bananas are good. Yeah, they get sweet like a popsicle. They do. Yeah. They, they do sweeten they do. up. And once again, with the smoothies and everything yep. else. Yep. Hey, what's going on, Tim? Tim's in the chat. He said, what's going oh, on? I forgot to share. So, you went shooting yeah. with your wife. I, I would bet that that is one of the happy side effects that I'm seeing of this coronavirus lockdown. I Guns. kid you not, driving from my house to here today, I saw more people out on the streets walking their dogs, riding their bikes, hanging out with their friends That's than awful. I have in the they entire be doing that. the entire year I've been coming here. I've seen more. I saw more people today. It's nuts. People have actually slowed down enough since they can't go to work to like enjoy life, and I love it. Hopefully, it kind of stays. I hope it doesn't. I, I hope things go back to the way they I were. Want, I want, from just a purely sociological aspect, I want people to just slow down and enjoy the little things. No. And that's what we do in a zombie apocalypse. Enjoy the little this things. This isn't a zombie apocalypse. I know, there's no friggin' zombies. <sighs> well, but, my guy here, and the first thing he said was, I don't want to talk about coronavirus. Because everybody's talking about coronavirus. Talking you know, about coronavirus. And it's on everything. That was an approach I did with my show. I really tried to stay away from the things that everybody was talking about all the time. Because, yeah, I think a lot of people feel like that. They're just sick. It's just, it's, if we spend the whole day talking about it, there's plenty I'm of I'm not saying we spend too. the entire day talking about it, but I'm saying not talking about it, I think, is just... That's asinine. Of course. It's, Pretending it's, like it's not it happening. Is, right. It is the virus in the room. It is. <laughs> Literally, with just, you. Yeah. Shits and giggles over I had here. a butthole virus. Not a Chinese virus. China. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, China. remember, we're going to get in trouble. We can't say coronavirus, COVID-19, China, anything. China. All right? So, remember, we cannot say coronavirus, China, COVID-19, Batman. We can't say anything. Because it okay? comes from China. We cannot say coronavirus, COVID-19, China, Batman, or Hong Kong flu Okay? We are not allowed to do that. China. We're not allowed. Okay, but people are legit beating up Asians. He says it like it's a why. Like it's got like. First of all, I I thought Asians were good at self defense, so that's on them for not you know (laughs) appreciating their own culture. All right, if you're gonna let a white guy beat you up, you deserve that. If it's not an A bomb, you should win in hand to hand combat, right? We can yeah. agree on They're that. They're all ninjas. Right? Yeah, <laughs> give me a break. That's your heritage. Like, They're that's your ninjas. heritage. Right. And you're going to be like, oh, well, they're beating us right. up. I don't know. Right. Maybe talk to your grandfather every right. once in a while. Like, I tried to karate chop a fucking Chinese baby one time. Fucking broke my wrist. Yeah. In three <laughs> <broke> spots. <laughs> <laughs> three times before you hit the ground. I was dead five times before I hit the ground. His name was Bruce Wee. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. No, so what do you guys what do you guys think about uh, coronavirus? Then let's just get it out of the way. Then mm. so we don't talk about it the whole time. 
what what do, what do you guys think about it? And I think we can go from this to, you know, stimulus package and all the other crazy stuff that's yeah, been going stimulus on. stimulus package is going to be a good talk today, I'd imagine. <laughs> I'd imagine. I'd imagine that's going to be a good one. <laughs> With this group, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think? Nick, lay it on us. What's, what's your reaction to all this that's going on right now? Well, I think we're making big mistakes, man. Oh, yeah. Big mistakes. Just as like like our, I think our government macro micro uh, all of it on the macro okay uh, on the micro you know I'm a little bit impressed you know a lot of a lot of the social distancing that's happening is coming from social shaming yeah volunteer mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing it themselves because a lot of people understand the the gravity of the situation which I think is good that's a good sign but everything else we're fucked man really yeah I'm concerned. I'm very, very concerned. You know, I mean, we just we just printed fourteen trillion dollars, man. That's not a little. Well, we'll 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 get to that in detail here in a well, second. That's, but yes, that's what I'm concerned about. Mike, lay it on us. You just I, like that everyone's outside holding hands I do. and of course I stop do. and smelling the roses. I I, I'm similar though. Like when when it was a hey, this is a big deal, you guys. You should probably like self-isolate or keep social distancing. That's a good idea to do. I was like, all on board. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Isolate if you want to isolate. Make it your thing. But then as soon as it was, you have to stay in your house because blah, blah, blah. I was like, hell no, you can't tell me what to do. That's 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 my own personality though, which is something I don't, I'm trying to get over or understand why I'm like that. But as soon as I'm, I'm told that I have to do something, I just don't want to do it anymore. This is a lie. This It's liability culture that caused this. Yes, exactly. Liability culture. Yep. And we've been we've been incubating that for a long time coming now. Yep. And it's it's going to get the best of us, man. We talked about that of, like it's a because, month ago because, too. Because because legally and philosophically we've been buying this fucking bullshit that that I'm responsible for the well-being of my neighbor more than I'm responsible for myself. And I really think that it's this is coming to a head here. Because I mean honestly, that's what everybody is worried about. They're worried about a tweet or a lawsuit, or anything. My employer made me come to work, and I got coronavirus. It's his fault, you know. Right. Well, our own president is making us, you know, you know eat and and, That's and part consume of the liability aquarium too. cleaner. My congressman okay. allowed me to go to work, and I got coronavirus, and it's his fault. I got it. Again, it always comes back to somebody else's fault right. that this bad thing. Look, if someone to wants me. to blame Congress, I'm not going to stop them. Okay, <laughs> if we can start suing congressmen and women, right. I mean, that would be a pretty great day, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Now, let's say you're trying to avoid the liability fallout from that, right? Mm. And you got to put your money on the table as a politician. Where are you going to put your money? How are you going to do that? Are you going to understate the problem, or are you going to overstate? What's the consequences to you from doing each? Yeah, you understate the problem. Understate it benefits you to if you, overstate if you, it. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you take the risk of trying to realistically assess the problem and tell the people what you actually think the problem actually is, and it ends up, as soon as it crosses where you said, as, this is as bad as I think it will get. As soon as it crosses that, boom, you're done. You'll never have office again. You're now, yep. you're now the target of the mob. You're done. You lost the liability war. But if you fucking put it way up here and panic everybody... No matter what happens, I told you, I told you it's going to get bad and you should have done what I did. Yep. You should have done what I said. Yeah. You know, that's it. Well, I that's think they're, they're cov- everybody's covering their asses right now and saying, fuck everybody down the road. But it that's also, happening. it helps them in another way too. If they can overstate it, right. If they can overstate it, right, not that's only, what I mean. not only, not only do they not have to fear liability, but they can convince people that the only way out is 
their information, their guidelines, their understanding, their people, their, you know, all that stuff. And that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Well, I think in the beginning of this, that was kind of our biggest issue is even though we live in a day and age where technology and information travels so quickly and we can know what's happening around the world instantly, we still have nowhere that we can genuinely trust. There's such a dramatic mistrust in any of the information coming at us that without being able to have a trusted source, we're just as bad off as not having the information to begin with. I agree, but I think that's a good thing. Comprehension. I think we're in the growing pains of learning how to trust the information that we digest. And I think it's good, though, because before, before yellow journalism still existed before, but it wasn't as obvious because there was no competing (laughs) ideas out there for you to... Okay. Be, even be aware of it, yeah. right? So, I mean, the, the the news has always, like, the information given to the public has always been fucked with, and, and there's always lies, and it's, there's always yellow journalism. But now, the news agencies, the news corps, ha- now have competition, and the competition is you and me just talking to each other on the internet, and they can't compete. They won't compete. They can't compete with this. They can't. They won't. <laughs> right. Everybody's got a podcast. This right here, even though we've only got, how many people are listening? Eight listeners, right? Woo-hoo! But there's there's a hundred thousand podcasts like ours with eight people listening. So, you know, like you do the numbers. Like these are huge chunks of their. I don't even want to call them an audience, but they're they're victims. So you, you could really look at it like this. Like their victims are now have other options. Well, and even though the information that they go to might even be worse, <laughs> yeah, than the information they're leaving, right? Like if they go to fucking alexjones.com the information they get there is going to be right. worse than an abc right but i think the idea that they're starting to say you know abc's full of shit i think it's an overall positive thing it is because i don't oh, think I, smart absolutely. people will stay with alex jones very long before they start to realize hey wait a minute i've got to utilize some critical thinking skills here i've got to do this and then you know I don't know. Maybe that's optimistic. I don't know. I'll tell you what it's optimistic. Shane Lackey in chat saying the fresh air and sunshine kills the Kung flu. Bruce Lee dead. That's the entire phrase. I read it exactly as it was written. I'm going to get a fucking what iPad with a soundboard. I'm going to be your sound guy. No, no. Like I want Sims. sound want, effects. You do. No, I don't. We needed a fucking rim shot right No, there. no. We needed a little golf clap. No. A little golf clap. I'd rather get a rim job than a rim shot from you. Okay, so Hey-o. let's just keep that in mind. That's even with you being down with the sickness right now, too. <laughs> well, I mean, if you but want I'm to reverse just... it, I can, I can promise you that my colon has never been cleaner. I'm there totally we go. Empty. There we go. Totally empty. All right, so I want you two, because I think we're all of the same mind, so I want you two to explain to me why me getting... Tw- $1,200 checks from my government for three weeks is a bad thing. You guys just spend it on Pornhub. You guys just hate. That's free right now. You guys <laughs> just hate that I'm going to get some money, don't you? Yes. What's the problem? There's people out there struggling right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Hello. Hello. No one wants a dad's lesson. <laughs> Unemployment is hard. Yeah, fuck. You're supposed to go to five interviews a week. No, I'm in the same boat. We got time for that. 
So fill out that thing online. So break it down for me. Why is that so bad? Twelve hundred dollars sounds Mick great. Is definitely much more qualified to speak to this than I am. Or, I know he's got. No, the right I don't like the question God. because you know why. You're just <laughs> no. I know, but I don't know if the people that are going to listen to this know why. People are seriously out there right now, Nick, saying I'm going to get money from my government, and they think that's God, a good it's thing. Gonna, or it's, so it's not enough. Canada's away. getting two thousand. Of course, Europe's getting four thousand a month. That's the problem with UBI, anyways. Oh, over a long enough period of time, it doesn't stop where it starts. It never stops where it starts. That's the problem with Andrew Andrew Yang saying, I'm going to give you $1,000. Trying to explain to someone, how does the government have the $1,000 to give you? They never ask that question. That's the only question you need to be asking. How do they have that $1,000 to give you? If Is Andrew Yang giving it to us right out of his pocket? Is Donald Trump emptying those billionaire pockets and saying $1,200 to each American? It. He's going to take it from the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Yes. Yes, the thank fans. you, Bernie. The one so, that was a really good impression. <laughs> the one percent. <laughs> the one percent. Like, <laughs> you Bernie have to. Was a the one percent. You have to do like There's craziness. There's just too many kinds of deodorant. <laughs> the one percent really needs to get the deodorant together. You have to do like crazy with just a twisted Junus in there <laughs> to get Bernie right. You, know? you get that. You got a little bit of know, New York. The banks. That's what the Junus is. <laughs> That's what the Junus is. Come on. Anyways, I, I just I just want to have that conversation because I see people talking. They're, just, they're, my they're, problem is is that it's a long boring. Fucking it doesn't have to life. be. I'm saying pretend I don't know why it's the dumbest thing ever, and say to me why it's not good that I'm getting twelve hundred dollars because all they see is a twelve hundred dollars. They don't see the 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 other issues. Let's should we start with all the other issues that are in this particular? Well, yeah, show? go for let's it. Start with that. I, I don't even start, know. Let's it's eight hundred pages. Let's start. What would happen to you as an individual if you printed one dollar in your bedroom? Well, you go to jail <laughs> immediately for counterfeit. Yes, federal offense. The trick is, kids. Felony. You you actually bleach the paper before you print on it, and it'll actually pass the pen you test. Know? Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah, the Federal Reserve doesn't like competition. Felony, right out of the gate. Yeah. So, so right out of the gate, you can just sniff this. If I had a right, private email right. server. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, you know. Um, just, here's, here's in, the... In 1929. We don't have to go to 1929. We don't have okay, to talk about all the things. I don't we know can. how no, to explain I think that's it. Good. That's good. Get to I don't know how to explain it. The like person that, like that, that wants the $1,200 does not care. You, that's this the issue. That's the issue with the conversations we have. Yeah. They will never listen. They do not care. You have to put it in terms that right. matter They're to not them. Asking the question. So tell are. me in the short term. Tell me in the short term why it matters to me if I'm getting the twelve hundred dollar checks in the mail from my government. If you're selfish, I can't, I won't be able to convince you. It's not about convincing. Just say it. Just say it. It's not a history yeah. lesson. It's not anything else. In the short term, what's going to happen okay. to this economy? Because in the that, short term, what's going to happen that, to job availability? That, that, what's going to happen with inflation? You want me to answer or not? That $1,200 was a loan from somebody that wasn't born yet. That's why. Okay, the people that are excited about $1,200 checks do not care about the I know, unborn. I know that. Record. I'm aware of that, yes. Yes, I know. They're a bunch of fucking gimme debts. I know. They are a bunch of fucking lazy. So you guys don't have any good debts. answers in the short term? They're why? weak. That's why they're taking $1,200, because they're weak. Because they're weak and stupid. I thought you guys would give me good stuff to go off here. You can't give me anything. All right, let's see. Let's see. What I tried. Come up you didn't want to hear it. Come up with why twelve hundred dollars in the short term is a problem. Because it slows our recovery down. How? Yeah. By how? by inflating the mechanics that allow the recovery to happen. 
it, it creates false signals to investors that start the economy moving in a recovery direction. It stalls them. It gives them false signals. They invest their money unwisely, usually at the behest of bureaucrats, which is our bill. The bureaucrats think that they know where resources needs to go and when and micromanage every little piece of this very complex tapestry of an economy we have. And they fuck it up every single time. No exceptions. Not one. Not a single fucking exception. They never did it right. It's never worked. It's never worked. It's only made things slow down and worse and shittier for everyone. Not only immediately, but certainly down the road even worse. I think of it like the Tower of Terror. You it's know, literally whole... like putting a bomb under your seat to make everybody in the room calm down. <laughs> That's literally what they're doing. They, everybody calm down. I just lit a bomb under my seat. Just fucking chill, all right? Seriously, that's but, what, everybody goes, oh, they offer you, oh, that kind of works. So, at least somebody's got control of the room. Right. But they offer you right? a $1,200 check. Right? It's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts, you know? And, 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 it's, and smart people, smart well-intentioned people are fooled by it. Like they don't, they think they like, like, I mean, I don't want to call him out because my dad, my father's such a great man, but even my dad, who's a mainline conservative. And even he was like, so you, you want them to do nothing? That's your plan. It's like, no, no, no. Don't misunderstand the situation. Just don't do this. Right. <laughs> the better idea is not doing that. Of course. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's the good idea is not doing that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm against everything the Trump administration has done, but the fucking with the economy, anytime the government does that, it always ends bad for everybody, always, everywhere, all the time. End of story. Done. Next time. Give me an example of a time where a stimulus like this has visual negative effects. 1933. Okay. Okay. Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year, like employment went up like 23, 24%. You guys can check my numbers if you want out there. 23, 24%. Um, Hoover, right? Borderline socialist. Started enacting big government programs with the idea that it's going to help stimulate the economy, right? Everybody knows the idea behind those kind of big government programs to pull us out, right? Here's the thing. Before that started, our unemployment rate already dropped from 23 to 7%. When those programs started, it went from seven up to back up to 16 and it fucking held there for 10 years and didn't come back down. Why? Because of the stimulus package. And then FDR, right? FDR runs saying, oh, see what it's doing in the economy? See how it slows it down? Mm. I got a different plan, right? And then he fucking gets elected, does the exact opposite. Fucking starts spending more. FDR and Hoover kept the depression uh, depression like, economists measure if without that inter intervention we would have covered between three and four years we didn't get out of the depression until after world war ii and it had nothing to do with our manufacturing it was only because we literally bombed away all the other markets and we were the only ones left standing yeah you know i mean literally and that's like, not hyperbole when you use the word bombs no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. They're, they're like we lit it. Like there wasn't any other manufacturing giants left on the planet, and which helped us immensely because then all of all of the fake investments that we were trying to prop up ourselves started being replaced by real investors from foreign markets because you know they need steel and they we're the only stuff, ones that yeah. fucking make it right now, right? So we've got cash flow coming. That's what helped. FDR didn't help. 
Hoover didn't help. Giant programs doesn't work. All it does is stagnate and inflate everything. And then there's all kinds of problems on top of it. They always raise the minimum wage, you know. That's just one example of these big printing tactics. A guy named Robert E. Keynes came up with the idea. He's the worst thing that ever happened on the planet. It really is. It's like a heroin addiction. Because it does, when you print a bunch of money at the start of a recession, it stops the recession from, from nosediving into a depression. It's the only effect it has. But when you do that, it speeds up the next time the recession is going to come, and it makes the incline more steep. So the next time you want to do that, you're going to have to print more. It's exactly like a heroin addiction. You've got to print more and more. And then the, the hill keeps getting, the crash gets steeper every time you do that. And now, we've been doing this for 100 fucking years. In the 90s, we, I remember fucking Clinton printed $5 trillion. Everybody fucking lost their mind. We just printed three times that. I mean, and every time we got to do more. Next time we do this, it'll be fucking like, we're going to start using numbers like quadrillion or some shit. Yeah, like, they're going to have to make up numbers. They're going to have to make up numbers after a while. Like, we're going to have to use, start using scientific noca notation to track our debt. It, like, that's how insane it is. Jeez Louise. You know, I don't know. It but doesn't I, feel like debt when it's at this point, you know? It doesn't, It's, doesn't. So, it's so imaginary. No, it's, it's, it's like so it's out of from control nowhere. it's incomprehensible. Exactly. There, yeah. There's no being able to imagine where that debt yeah. is coming from. Like, it's it's nice if you could imagine it like a normal process of thinking, oh, okay, we've got $4 trillion coming, and they're just not going to give $4 trillion to the, the Defense Department or something. And yeah. that's money that we already had. No, it's not like that at all. And I yeah. think that's one of the big big changes to that people need to start realizing is this money isn't coming from somewhere. That's the first part. Like people don't even think about that. Like, Oh, well the money's our money to begin with. It was from our taxes. No, it's not money from our taxes. We didn't give that much in taxes. Like we don't have that in our budget, but people don't see that. It's not like we're cutting other places. Right. It's just coming from thin air. Yeah. Like people don't realize that at any given time, uh, you know, a handful of people on the planet earth can just up and just make your wealth. Like if you saved for years, you have a bank account full of money at any given time they want, they can just erase your life's work. The stroke of a key. Done. You so, are now worthless. So what you guys are saying is the $1,200 checks are not good. Correct. <laughs> I mean, Correct. I'm still going to buy but a I, van. Yes. <laughs> I will still blow all mine on drugs. <laughs> yes. So you'll have all the, you'll have all the Coke. <laughs> You'll have the van to do van. the coke in. Yep. <laughs> what are you going to get, We're ben? I mean, getting away from you guys. That's what I'm getting. I'm going to get me Obama phone. <laughs> you guys might see some upgrades around here in both talent and uh, technology. Who knows? With that money coming in. Yeah. Which you know, I, I didn't think I was going to get any because, you know, you know, I've been going back and forth with the government for years yeah. over money that I owe them from tax evasion. So right. yeah. I was like, I'm not going to get any. They're like, no, you'll get some. It's just not the deadbeat dads. I'm like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to, yeah, you know, we're going to keep playing this like a teenager with a credit card with no, with no limit for as long as we can until something happens. Yeah. What's going to happen though? That's the, that's the real question. Like what? I don't know, I don't know but I don't think I'm going to. Who do. comes to call for our debt? The logical conclusion China. is that we go, is that obviously we're just going to have to default. Like, there's no way to pay back our kind of money to any institution. So what is what are the results of defaulting on I the money know. that we've printed? I have no War. idea. Really? Because no that's what I've been trying to figure out. I like, yeah, know. we talk about this going into know. debt, going into debt, and the question is to who? I've, I've ch I know, China. I know, I only know a couple economists personally. I've asked them that question, and they've kind of brushed me off. I think it's a complicated, long-winded long answer they didn't I want wanna, to get That's into. the one I want to know. I yeah. think it's one that I requires a lot of traceback because 
the thing is, it's not like our country just owes this other country some money and it only goes one way. It right. usually goes multiple ways right. from one country to another country to another country to another country who then owes this country, this country, this right. country. And so it's you're exactly right. It's like that 15th country down the line that owes that third country this much money. What's going to happen? Right. Look, I, like, I mean, I've been saying we should bomb Greece for a really long time. <laughs> like one of the things that could happen is other countries start recognizing our, our dollar and its value just plummets, which won't be good. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, the ultra rich will still get by because oh, yeah. they've got lots of it to burn. Right. They always do. Cause they've printed a lot of it. Right. Um, but you know, that's one of the things uh, war is likely Especially when when people start fighting over, no, you owe me this and you owe me this, and you know that's, well, that's but riots happen. in the street. Look at Europe. Is it almost been ten years now? I always like to say, you know, Europe is always ten years ahead of us as far as disaster and economic collapse is concerned. Yeah. But like, you know, I was joking I mean, about Greece earlier, but Greece and Italy and all these countries where they were like, hey, we can't get our money out; it doesn't exist. Right. Well, I'm not worried about Europe. Out. Europe, Europe's fucked. Europe is in a worse situation than we are. Mm. By a lot. I'm saying it could be something similar. My concern though. is what happens when China wants wants their money and we tell them to go fuck themselves. Well, that's China has been doing that for years. What happens where they've when been they propping say, up other it's time small to cough countries? It up, then we give them Hong Kong. <laughs> and we wash we our hands did. of the situation. We oh, we did. did. We All right, dang it. it. There, there are dang plenty it. of countries far yeah. in debt to China. They say we're going to give you money for your infrastructure. We're going to give right. you this money, and you just we'll owe build us. you a bridge. We're not going to give it to them. It will default. We will default. Yeah. We don't have How do you think a war so with China would go? What happens when they come to calling? Not, not fun, not fun. I don't, I don't think we'd lose, but it certainly wouldn't be fun. We wouldn't watch be, out wouldn't for be the a war. one of those where like, it wouldn't be a war anybody wants fought. Where does LeBron go play basketball <laughs> if we're at war with China, Nick? Yeah. Where? Yeah. No. The La King. Not good. Not good. That's for sure, man. Not mm. good. They definitely have us in the numbers department, but our our military is still fucking dwarfs theirs i know i was gonna say technologically yeah, speaking i'd like to think in, we got something well they, they have more they have a higher population but their military numbers are aren't that much higher than they're ours. just waiting for us to automate everything have in our military means, and if they don't have the means to put those bodies in front of our bodies then they're worthless yeah. well what's gonna happen is they everything is gonna be built in china and so they're just gonna turn all our drones on our on us mm. it'll be easy oh ah. yeah. Yeah. Like Skynet. Exactly. But the Chinese version. But the Chinese version. Oh. The Chinese <laughs> version. Come on, Liam, you want to live. I'm a, little, I'm a little biased, though. I'm a, I'm a veteran. I'm a little biased, though. Like, I mean, you know, as a you know, as a former Navy man, I mean, my, I want to say, you know, no, my Navy will control their coast and nothing will go in or, in or out of that coast. I would like to be confident enough to say that. I would like to believe that. I don't know, but. It's just so, man, it's so large. I'm just thinking about it on the map. And then, like, obviously, Russia. You're essentially going to war with China and Russia at that point, right? Right? Russia's not going to say we're not going to fight the person right next to us. They're not. They're not going to take a chance and not take a dump on our front lawn, are they? Global politics. It's complicated, man. I don't know what Russia would do or what their interests are or what the connection. I think is. their interest is China's right Global here. Politics, man. <laughs> like, you know. It's just like everybody's got their hands in everybody else's pockets. Yeah, it's hard to say. Circle yeah. jerk. One giant UN <laughs> circle jerk. It's hard to say, but go, going to war with Russia is scary though because they got nukes, man. But is it really going to happen of because of a you owe me money? Yes. Yeah, because it'll get. It, it, so here's here's where the fear lies, right? Everything's fine right now, but let's say this coronavirus thing gets even worse. Let's say China's really, really hurting, which we have to assume. They it might are. not even be about money. It might just be a, a public slight. Oh, you refuse to pay us in the front of the Maybe, world. Maybe, but 
Oh, don't don't put that past the fucking commies. Maybe, you know. but I would imagine it would have to do something like maybe there's a natural disaster or maybe they're in a bad position and they're like, hey, this money would actually mean this, 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 and this. We need this. Oh, you're not going to give it to us? All right, well, then we have to go to war because that means A, B, and C. I could see that being a possibility. Hmm. 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 I don't trust anybody over in that part of the world, though, so who knows? I don't know. Hopefully, we can avoid all that. Hopefully. Yeah, we don't, we don't want that. I Hopefully. mean, I'm trying to do the same thing on a micro level. Chase called me again today, and I was like, <laughs> "Why are you calling me for?" <laughs> Chase, Chase Bank, Chase, oh, Chase Bank. Oh, yeah, Jesus, yep. yeah, no one's calling me all the time. I know. Time too. Fuck. They were actually really nice this time. I was like, "Listen, bro, you're you not going to get money from me." They called me fucking. I tell them, I'm like, I'm working on it, man. They called me fucking three times. I told, I was like, "Listen, I barely had work when I def- not defaulted when I did this payment plan back in December. <laughs> it's only gotten worse." He's like, "So you're out of work from COVID?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course I'm out of work. Nobody's working right now." And he's like, "All right, well, let me see what I can do." There we go. I got a 90 day deferment on your things. Like, all right, cool. It's like the people booking flights. My overlords, if we'll let you off the hook for me calling you 45 times a day, and it looks like it's your lucky day. Exactly. I won't call you for another nine whole hours. <laughs> Have a great day. Try to catch up on that, okay? Well, uh, Shane bye bye Shane has been helping out in the chat a lot. Uh, back when we were talking about what do the $1,200 checks mean, he says inflation, free money means that it's not worth working for. $1,200 is not worth working for. That's what a $1,200 check means. He was also a big fan of your 1% impression, Nick. And uh, he said, you're never going to hold China. Are you... You're never going to hold China. All you got to do is defeat them. The Chinese is never going to hold America. All I got to do is defeat us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think a Chinese. I think bot your voice to text is going. I think a Russian it. bot is in the chat. <laughs> I think this is a. If he types Trump twenty twenty, don't beat China. China beat America. Yes, you can. I swear, if the next thing he types is MAGA twenty twenty, it's a Russian bot. It has to be okay. This is a freaking Russian bot. I, I should have known. The only reason we had more than two people in the chat was because the Trump campaign and Russia were helping us out. Gosh dang. Gosh dang it. Man. Well, that's enough about coronavirus and going to war with China. Coronavirus! Let's talk about let's so talk much. about Tiger King, a show that I know Nick really loves. I loved it. And Mike, you will not believe this, Nick. Mike actually has some personal ties to the Tiger King. Really? A little bit. Yes. Oh, he, I want to know him. He didn't I even. Be his friend. He didn't want to know. Ties you I know. should have brought my letter I wrote him. He, you should have. You should have read it you out. You should have. I read it. It was cool. Yeah. I wrote him a letter. It was very friendly. No, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, I like him. My worry for you, I know you do like him as a person. I know, but my worry for you, Nick, is that you'll be his next boy toy. You'll be that yeah, next guy that's okay not that. really gay. That you'll right. be like, that's a problem. I want to put my nuggets on his forehead, <laughs> dude. If somebody will please get up in my funeral and talk about my golden nuggets, that would be exquisite. So. Mike has only seen like 20 minutes of the I entire show. I watched the show. first half of the first episode. How did you stop? How did you put it down after 20 minutes? I can't, how did I think, it not I can't fucking remember what He's like, I have to frolic out in the yard. Well, what else are you doing? <laughs> it was, it, we know you're not dancing. It just hit so close. To, it was normal for me. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I've, you gotta hung, watch out, this I've show. hung out with fireworks carnies in my work. And those people reminded me of that. And still, I've never seen yeah. anything like some of the shit going on in that. Like, uh, like I'd have to set some ground rules with Mr. Exotic before I hung out with him, though. Like, seriously, like nobody's gonna point a fucking weapon at me. That stresses me out, even when it's just to the I camera. Like I'm that. not even there. I didn't like right. that. Like, don't. If you point a gun at me, I'm gonna leave. 
If I have a gun on me and you point a gun at me, I'm probably going to shoot you. Would you say that's one of you your know? party fouls, Nick? One of, your, <laughs> one of your top party fouls. Top. Someone brandishes a weapon in your egregious face. Egregious you know? party foul. Okay, all right. Real, <laughs> like, real mood yeah. killer. Valid. And they saw the consequences yeah. of that. Guy yes. died because... So something you haven't seen yet, oh, Mike, yeah. is one of his boy toys. You see, that, like, he's sitting under the camera, but you see all the people talking to him, and he puts the gun to his head, and he's playing around, he pulls the trigger, and it kills him, and you see everyone reacting to that. Oh, my God. It is horrible. And he's that guy's lucky that the guy didn't shoot him because a he moment was, earlier he was pointing the gun and he's like, dude, don't point the gun at me. And he's like, it's a Luger. You can't fire if there's no mag in the thing, which is true, except for when a chamber is loaded. But he, or uh, yeah, you know, when it's low, when, when there's one in the chamber, right. he didn't know that. And he goes, look, watch. And he went like that. Bam. Didn't even know it happened. That's crazy. And then I love like at any point he should have been no, it didn't silly look and done that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Easily like same same consequence. Right. Like, yeah. Luckily, that's why I don't play with guns. Himself. If you're going to test a gun, you should test it on yourself like that. I thought for sure. And not somebody else. Don't all record. guns. If there's one in the chamber, they go off like you. Are there any that have a safety mechanism where if there's one in the chamber, but there's no mag, it's not going to shoot. Anytime anybody gets hurt from a firearm, it's because they broke one of three very basic rules. Very basic <laughs> common sense rules. There's, like honestly, looking at it and pulling the trigger is one of those rules. Right? Just, Just so like you guys the water know, hose. Right? Yes. Don't. Like for rule number one, you always treat it as though it's loaded. Loaded, of course. Yep. yep. Rule Keep it pointed two, in a safe direction. You don't fucking point at anybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rule number three: don't put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to fire. Right. Anytime there's a mishap, one or more of those three rules were broken. Like. Yeah. Period. Well, this is awkward because I was going to say we should play Russian roulette for the next segment on the show. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we're getting in a cage with a tiger, I think, is a form of playing Russian roulette. It's a form of crazy. My my biggest fear of watching the show, the reason I actually put it off as long as I did, I only watched it yesterday or two days ago, I think. I was really worried about animal cruelty or like... That's the stuff that I really can't. That, I don't. I didn't see a lot of that. No, th- there's not. Like it's there. It's there. There's still like some sad realizations that happen. It's not like you're actually watching someone beat a lion or something, but it's still there. But it's not as big a part of it as I. I, think, I feared it. I might think. Be. I think. Um, I can say that even about the people in the show, I really despise. Like Carol, that bitch. Um, <laughs> you have to say that after you say her name. Yeah, okay, that's the rule. Say Carol, that <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> It's fucking, it's so great. Um, even Carol, Doc Antel, Joe Exotic, they all seem to take care of their animals. Even though Joe had cash flow problems when he started getting wrapped up in all the lawsuits. Yes. He had trouble feeding his animals. Um, but when, 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 when I mean, he that, was, that is a part of abuse. When Joe was able to control his castle, his animals were well taken care of. He had over 200 cats and he only euthanized five. I think that's a better record than most zoos. Oh yeah. That's and I better than most it. planned parenthoods. <laughs> and one of the most disheartening things oh. about his charges was that they charged him for that. I couldn't believe it. They were worried that the murder for hire charges wouldn't stick. Yeah. So they tacked on some bullshit animal cruelty charges and it's not animal cruelty. Like it's <laughs> like murder if for you, hire. <laughs> if you own animals, euthanizing your animals is part of, being a responsible pet owner. It's true. It's a part of being a responsible zookeeper. It's a very sad responsibility. Like, what are you going to do with a tiger that's too old to do anything? And some of them are chonky, too. You know? One of those ligers. You know what I mean? Big boys. I don't know. I don't think he should have been hit with that. 
I don't think him putting down his tiger is any different than me putting down my dog. And when they had the guy talk about it, he's like, these animals trusted me. I was there when he pulled the trigger. Yeah. I was looking and he's like, they, and they trusted me so they could look me right in the eyes when it happened. Yeah. I was like, he obviously felt for those yeah. for those animals he wouldn't have done all that put all that effort into them if he didn't like like i think it was irresponsible for him to have so many i think that's safe to say he got in over his head yes he yes. made mistakes i'm not gonna sit here and say joe exotic didn't make mistakes and then when he did. had that bit about the the chimpanzees at the end oh my gosh that broke my heart i don't remember what, what he was talking about how he had these two chimps that sat in ca separate cages oh, across yeah, yeah, from yeah, each other no, for 10 yeah. years yeah. and then when they got moved to florida actually to right. a reserve or something here he said minutes after they were released into that and they were in the same enclosure they were holding each other yeah and then he's he like really, did i he learned a lesson did i rob them of yeah. that for 10 years and he's like probably and i was like oh, yeah so no sad. that's that was joe learning a lesson and that's fine i think that's great I like At Joe. the expense of ten years like of an Joe. animal's I think, life, sure. I think, I think Joe's. I think Joe got in over his head. No, I like Joe. I'm just saying He's, there is. I'm just saying there. There are sad parts of the show to do with the animals. That's the only thing I struggled with. Twenty two years is too long for what he did, though. He, he needs to get out early. Well, I think. I think five years is. I hope his campaign manager picks him up from jail in yeah. twenty years. And you know, uh, I, sh I was sharing his presidential work. bids in 15 and 16 when he was first came out and I loved his videos like he's a Joe Exotic like, hipster you know I mean there's, I just I, I like the cut of his jib it ain't nobody it. gonna tell me otherwise yeah. love it love it I mean he's just he reeks of America he's a fucking <laughs> he's a cool dude I love that his he's campaign manager patriot. is a libertarian and so like yeah. when they start getting some steam and Joe Exotic he's like he finally turns he's like what happens if we win and he's like so I explained to him he's like he's like Joe Exotic didn't know what a libertarian was he still doesn't know what a libertarian yeah. was he's like but most of his ideals matched up with mine so I told him we're pro-gun one in five small Oklahoma government. voters voted for him one in five that's incredible that's of that one in this show came out now that this shows out if you ran tomorrow i'd bet you win of those one in five though several of those were cattle so you have to <laughs> yeah. keep that in mind yeah. you have to keep that in mind Oklahoma. all voters are cattle <laughs> oh Golf i recorded i recorded a um a voiceover for the state of oklahoma a couple nice. months ago and it was for nice. their prison systems oh. and i just thought it was funny i was like of course the state of oklahoma has to bit out someone what was to, the slogan that you had oh, to say it? dude i, I don't was remember it, i could probably find know, it i could play know, it come for the crime state no no, no 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 it was someone who was it was for they were they were for prison reform oh, okay. and i was like all right so i feel good taking I the money you, doing, you like, know welcome introduction yeah. videos no, no, no. Inmates, like, please uh like, squat and pull your butt cheeks to either side yeah <laughs> you know turn to the Left you'll feel a slight one, you'll, two, you'll feel a slight pinching sensation here in a few seconds while officer uh, reyes comes no. by for a visit and while hanky panky is not illegal it is discouraged no but i, I just you. i thought it was perfect because i'm like of course the state of oklahoma is like you know having to bid this out to someone because you know First of all, you need to find someone who can read the script. So no one that lives in Oklahoma right there, you're off. Right. You have to be able to read. You can't use your stupid accent. So I was like, that's why they're bidding it out. This is perfect. They need other people to read it for them. I like that. Yeah. And I gladly took their money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Oklahoma. <laughs> I hope your prisons never get fixed and I have to keep recording this crap. <laughs> yeah, man. So Tiger King, are you going to watch it, Mike? Or you're like, everyone's talking about it. So I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to watch it. It's just like coronavirus. No, it, it, lives up to the hype. it lives up to the hype. It really does. It is the thing that everybody's talking about right now. And I like to be a part of things. It, it lives up to the hype. I want and, to. And, and wow. I want to. I you can't overstate how awesome this show yeah. is. Yeah. No, I, I believe it. 
It really is a magnificent yeah, piece, some of, things. piece of film. What is that necklace you're wearing? And what old woman did you have to kill to get it? <laughs> yeah, it does look like an old lady's necklace. What'd you do? Were, Thanks, you guys. Who are you He's like, well, about? some of my clients have to pay me in jewelry. This it needs to be cleaned. I bet it'll get all shiny if you a, clean it. Of a thing. What? It's like a hundred year old fucking Nioxide. No see that. Is that a giraffe on there? No, it's a gazelle. I think I was close. Or an gazelle. antelope of some sort. Oh, you're not even sure. I'm not sure. I thought Where'd it was you cool get looking. it? For real? I got it at a market, I think, in New Orleans. Wait, where? Nolens. Nolens. Where was that at? Nolens. <laughs> No. You're neither black or have a speech impediment. So what is that called? <laughs> that is the place. Norlands. When you Norlands. when you Norlands. speak to Spanish people, do you overemphasize and roll your R's all dramatically? Well, he speaks Spanish, so you do, don't you? So I, do. I, I hate it when white people do that shit. <laughs> I hate it when the one that mo- drives people like, crazy is when I speak, say crap. Speak with your accent. Why would you say crap? Because that's what it is. It's a crap. Like. It's a crepe. I know. See, it's not a crepe, though. It's a crepe. And it drives people nuts when I say crap. But it's a crap. It's a, it's know, a crepe. Which one was the... It's a crap. Which Democrat <laughs> fucking runner, primary runner, did that fucking real bad? Like, anytime he, like, would say, like, a Spanish name, his whole accent would change. And he yeah. fucking... <laughs> 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 this you know, is my advisor, Jeffrey you know, Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yes, exactly like that. God, it's so fucking annoying. It was probably Beto. Oh. It's so fake. It's so fucking fake. No, I agree. Fake. I agree with that. You I don't know? like that. Fuck. You like when people stay in their lanes, Nick? Yeah. Fucking just be you, you know? You think white people should speak English, you know? Spanish yeah. people should speak Spanish, and it's that's like, it. Like, if I'm talking to a surfer, bro, I don't start going, uh, and talking to him like a retard. Bruh, right? but why actually, sweet up, sex wax, why bruh. Pick, but but actually, pick up you at might. other people's retarded ass. You might not on purpose. Right. But when you're on TV. There's this there's this thing of mirroring like, that we do, especially, like, it's most, pre- it's most prevalent when you are talking to somebody from, like, early on in your life, right? When you start talking to people that you went to high school with, you're going to start talking like you guys did in high school for whatever reason. So when you talk to people who went to high school with, you just start talking about respect and celibacy. Yeah. Did you take your pants off? No. It is hot in here. I wouldn't blame him. My pants are on, man. No, no, no. What I do is I pull them up, and then they, when they get up so far, I push them down so I can then pull them up again. It's it's a little thing I got going on. It's it's a little thing I do. A cooling process. Yes, yes. It feels nice. My hair is exposed. I do the I do the waft. Ugh. The waft, you know, like this. And just. Get that air moving. That's nasty. Across the gonads. Also, unfortunately, Shane is not a uh, Russian plan. He says it was a voice translation error. Yeah, sure it was. I think the error is the user error. We believe you. Harasho. Crack, Sean. Admit it. (laughs) Ay, ay, ay. The pot. So, what else have you guys been up to during all this corona craziness? I've been working on my car a lot. Are you any closer to getting it done? Not really. <laughs> that's like a genetic thing. I think some people are just that's how working like, on cars goes. In my yeah, experience, no, they're just so. like, oh, I got a car I'm working on. I've got a lot of stuff done. Oh, is it ready to go? Because no. in the process of fixing it, you break like three things doing yeah. it. And oh, that's Mike. Could fix. No, that's every mechanic. But ever but it's also really fun to refix the things you break. No, yeah. no, 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 no. That's where we disagree. It's fun. 
I thought oh, Mike was actually really serious. handy. I thought Mike was really handy, which it doesn't take much for me to think someone's really, really handy because I'm not good with anything. You know, like, look at these hands. Come on. I'm not doing any physical labor. Give me a break. So I've always been really impressed with what Mike's been able to do. You know, I'm like, okay. I'm pretty impressive. Yeah. Every time I talk to him, he's at someone else's house and he's broken something. Every single time. <laughs> well, what good is it? What, what good are you as a handyman if you don't break things to Exactly. Fix? I he like and then he tries like to government. say he fucking yes no Mike is the government Mike is the government <laughs> but here's the best part what were you doing at your mom's house I was fixing her toilet no 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 before that the the molding you messed oh, up oh the, the crown mo- molding yeah he yeah, messed yeah. up crown molding crown and he's molding. like he's like so they didn't meet so like where the walls it's meet this it's thing just, right it's it's empty he's I like but don't worry it. we can put flowers there. it's gonna look it looks really cool now. <laughs> That's the thing, though, is when I make this mistake, like, I, I look at him like, all right, I could go back and I could fix it because I didn't He's see like, I could I do it wrong. right. Or. Or I can use it as an opportunity to do something creative. And that's what it is. Happy mistake. So yeah. that's please. what I enjoy. I like breaking things to get creative with a fix. Yeah, so if you're not related to this man, don't let him anywhere near anything you need fixed. That's all I'm <laughs> Unless saying. Unless you like to be creative. Yeah, nobody wants Let's to be creative, creative with that. <laughs> So besides breaking, and what'd you do on the toilet? You broke the toilet too, didn't you? Well, yeah, that's just the hose from the <laughs> toilet. It was old and rusty and it came apart. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. It only lasted how many decades, but you touched it and it broke and I it was. I do have a special talent for that. Like if I drive a car that has something about to go wrong, it will go wrong while I'm driving it. What do you think it I'm is like about the, I'm you? I'm like the mechanical whisperer. It's just like things are like, you know what? We're going to give up after this guy. So what's been going on with all the women you were juggling prior to the the plague there was no juggling there was no juggling are you still going out with the 18 year old she's not 18 how old was she again 22 oh close we're not going out no no no, we're not going out like we're still friends we hang out a lot we talk all the time actually fun fact i got a tiktok what i have tiktok now and you know what else though you know what else those little mints right i like it if TikTok was a person, it would be you, Mike. I like TikTok a lot. And I have very good. So Great and very small bursts. Yanis has been load, blowing us up with TikTok. I like the orange ones. For I a while lately. The whole lately. fucking thing, dude. The right? whole fucking <laughs> thing of dude, the those orange, orange ones. Dude, those orange ones are just like, they were just the candy. Thing. They were just candy. Like, you can't eat just one of those. Yeah. Plug your snap, your, what is it? TikTok. <laughs> It's like Snapchat, whatever. <laughs> whatever no, see, Snapchat dating these underage women gets you into, Mike. I had Snapchat for a month and I hated it. It was worthless, right? TikTok, though, I actually really like. Mm. Here's here's why. Because Yanis was blowing us up with them all over the place. And I was like, all right, these are I just right. wish they would play in the messenger. As soon as I click it and it starts taking me to yeah. out, out of the thing, I'm like, I'm over it. It's yeah. not worth What's it. It You're can't right. be as good as leaving the app I'm in to go to another app. Yeah. Sorry, Yanis. Issues. Continue. It's all about content creation and contribution, right? There is no central place for you to just share things that you see. Yeah, you can share them to outside sources, like you can share them to Messenger, you can share them to Facebook, whatever. But as far as your thing goes, your life in TikTok, it's only stuff that you've created. And the thing about it is if somebody creates something and you like it, you can contribute to it by adding on to it yourself. Or you can use the audio from it and do your own spin on it. And so a lot of what's happening is people are taking something somebody's done and they're redoing it to make it their Nick, own. Nick, and he's so getting ready like, to have a sign something. This is like all, a timeshare It's all content pitch. creation. It's all creation. It's, is which is cool. Amazing. Yeah, Where's the like timeshare? Amazing. You're really excited about this. I am. I like Why? TikTok. He's giddy it's about cool. it. It's cool. Good, I'm glad. It's fun. I'm happy that you're happy, yeah. bro. Hey, thanks. 
Good. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, what TikToks have you done, Mike? I've only made one. Is it um, good? No. If, <laughs> I, I, for so me, you, we, don't, we don't need to plug it now. You don't want to share it to the page or really, anything. But if you do want to follow me, I am Shiny Mike Official. Oh, at, oh, because you're someone who's pop- needs, popular enough that it needs to be official. No, because somehow Shiny Mike was already taken. That's I'm somebody's you, dancer shiny name. Shiny Mike. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a Wherever mic Wherever you are, you're not Shiny Mike. <laughs> I'm Shiny Mike. It's like a wrestling event. <laughs> and I'll I tell challenge you, <laughs> to three minutes in the ring, whoever outshines the other gets Shiny Mike as their handle. And I'll tell you this, Brett the Hitman Hart. <laughs> you got another thing coming. If you think you're going to best me in the ring in New York at Madison Square Garden this Saturday... <laughs> if Mike went into professional wrestling, I would be at every fucking Dude, that'd match. be so much fun. I, th- I, think, they don't, I don't think they I'd use be, card girls in wrestling, though. I would be though. his biggest fan. No, he could <laughs> beef up, you know? A good, a good year and a half I've of tried heavy to weight. Up, though. I'm talking, It'd take lots of roids. If he got, if he got, a, he got a guy that knew what he was doing, and yeah, we jacked you full yeah. of roids, bro. Bone size red. He couldn't even lift his arms over his head. He's ready. He is. He Ooh, was ready. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to do a little uh, bit of steroids. You know? I think a little bit, of, just a little bit. You know. Uh, I enough. think. Look, look. We can start experimenting. Drugs. Oh yeah. I think there's a way to do it healthy. I really do. <laughs> there is. There absolutely okay, is. Okay, but to be fair, you also think there's a good way to do a lot of things healthy that a lot Correct. of people don't think so True. i mean you know it's, it's not might the be a little biased <laughs> yeah <laughs> might be but uh i'm not wrong either after you he may... snorts a line of cocaine i think there's a safe way to I do would, steroids i would never recommend cocaine to anybody look our anybody. dicks are already small enough right. on this show That's okay we this. don't need That's steroids true. without drugs like cocaine and meth though you will never have people like joe exotic running around here. <laughs> this is true okay all right this is true yeah, for, God, it's for our entertainment it's got its ups all right like if you want to take life by the balls and just see how fucking them golden wild nuggets get, if you want to grab them golden nuggets <laughs> you want to see how wild they can get and how fast i think the show speaking of joe exotic specifically like this is one thing that really blew me away like if you don't think drug addiction is a real thing watch this show and see that two straight guys married a gay guy and did all sorts of stuff with him for access to said drugs (laughs) that shouldn't be surprising but i can see where it might be surprising yeah Yeah. like it just drives it home (laughs) like i said i I used to work in the consumer fireworks business and the the (laughs) people stories the people these are my favorite (laughs) the consumer fireworks business yes will not have any of your crap today (laughs) sir that's right they're called grade c Great C fireworks. That's, yes, Sold sir. by great F employees. That's right. That's right. That's, right. that's that's the level below the level you need a license to sell. You know. Nice. You know, because nobody in that industry has a license for shit. Not even to drive. <laughs> Promise. But we do. Hauling explosives. Yeah. No. One time I went from Joplin, Missouri, to somewhere in Kansas. It was like a three-hour ride. He's like a rock star. He and doesn't I know rode, what city he's in. He's just, rode, he's just doing the work. Well, names. no, we went to a lot of cities. <laughs> man, I'm telling you. We did, man. How is it? Fairmington, <laughs> Oklahoma? That's not a state. Look, when 4th of July... Ru- oh, comes yeah. Around, 4th of July is busy. Like, oh, don't man. be a bigot, okay? <laughs> when 4th of July comes around, somebody's got to put those little tents up to sell the fireworks. Oh, my Somebody's got to bring you the fireworks. What do you do and the rest those, of the year? Those yeah. people are me. 
Um, go to Mexico. Yeah, it's very seasonal, but the <laughs> it's very seasonal. But it's a, a twenty billion dollar a year industry that makes sales twice a year. Yeah, that's so crazy. So you, you do the math on that's that. That's crazy, man. There's money to be made in fireworks. It's like convention and work. Yeah. Oh yeah. These guys, I, the guys that that do fireworks full time, they work, they work like for like two weeks before Christmas. They go to work and they they don't sleep for like a month until like two weeks after New Year's. That's where the heroin and, then, and speed come in. Right. Mm-hmm. And, oh, then, yeah. <laughs> and then they do meth in their trailers for six months and wait for fucking bankroll <laughs> to come through. And then boom. And then 4th of July is coming. And then they literally, dude, it's nonstop, you know, four hours of sleep a day. Look, nonstop. Look, tell me, tell me this. But I got in the back of a trailer full of rebar and tents in a closed trailer getting pulled down the highway by a dude who I knew for a fact had been awake like four days. And, and while I was in it, the dude sitting there, and it's loud, right? Like you're going out on interstate. There's fucking three tons of rebar you're sitting on. Dude, like, fuck, it was scary. It was scary. Like I was out of my mind, but I was still a little bit frightened. And then he looks at me and he goes, yeah. Last year we were doing this, some guys were doing this and three of them died. And I found out that's true. Come to find out the guy I was working for is like up to his eyeballs in all kinds of lawsuits because he had already done that once and they fucking wiped out and killed everybody in the trailer. Yeah, dude. Are you telling me that people in the fireworks industry are careless and or reckless, <laughs> uh, Nick? Also, here's one better. Hold up. Hold up. You've spirited. met, you've met Lane. You've met Lane. Yeah. You've met Thomas a couple times. Remember, Thomas has been on the show a couple times. Do you think that you, Lane, and Thomas could start a fireworks company? Not without knowing somebody, no. Why is that? Because you got to know people. Like, I just feel like you three fit the government. That bill. The government doesn't like people selling and fire, buying explosives. If they could stop it, they would, and they try to constantly. There's all kinds of red tape. You got to get suppliers. You got to know people from China to get or Mexico to get you the supplies. China, you know. And like I said, like it's not so much different than the fucking cat industry, the big cat industry. Like <laughs> these people. They're not actually, they don't run their business like business people. No, they're, this is fucking Joe Exotic style business doings. You know, like I, yeah. I prefer that to There is always people. shady illegal shit going on at all times. And that's what makes it fun. That's why I like it. Yeah. I just, cool. man, right? I yeah, think. Agreed. Fuck the man. Yeah. I, I think with what you've described that Lane and Thomas would they would flourish yeah. in that type of environment. Lane and Thomas are the kinds of people that we would recruit to run our tents. Yes. Yeah. No, I'd bring them along. No, we'd have fun. To be fair though, I think Scientology could recruit yeah. Lane. He's just a, this is a good thing. Lane's that a means lot of it's true. A lot of That's people. a documentary I haven't watched. You know, right Lane now. is a chameleon. He's like a, he's very metrosexual. You know, he could be like a music nerd, but he could just be gay. You don't know. <laughs> and what's the <laughs> difference? Know. Am I right? You don't know. So what have you been watching? Scientology? Yeah, no, there's this, uh, there's this... Mike, you shouldn't either, because you and Lane both, you, 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 you spent time you do with have a Tom Cruise thing going on. Yeah, you do, life. you do. Yeah. He's like, you're in, which you is a compliment. Yeah. It is kind it is, of, but it's also kind a danger. Of. You have to be careful. Well, how many weeks did you spend at some old man's house that pretended to be a statue? That you can't play with Scientology, Mike. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna come back and start talking about Dianetics and stuff. So and it's gonna be over. I have actually had. My yeah, share you've of worked like with them, working which with we don't have to go into detail about it. But yeah, super chill, really nice, whatever, right? I'll never but there's forget this, that. There is this documentary. Um, what's her name? Rima. It's something. 
don't remember. She's running the documentary. She was a Scientologist her whole life, and then she kind of defected, and yeah. now she's doing this big expose kind of thing on the defected. The, he the used terrors. the word defected. She did defect because it is it is very much something you defect yeah, from. No, I've been meaning to watch that documentary. Yeah, for a it's while. it's it's. I've heard it's wild. As a documentary, it's a little bit slow. I think yeah. they're trying to fill their episode yeah. count, but outside of that like the things that they're going over are really you know yeah. entertaining like to what? say the least well so certain policies of of the Scientology church like you have to buy all your books yeah right and they and then once you're in debt books. and then once you're in debt they're like hey you can work that debt off by working at our bookstores and selling uh-huh. it to other people it's yep. it's it's Avon it's 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 any pyramid oh, yeah. no, scheme it, they it get you in is. debt and then get yeah. you to work for them I yeah. it's crazy oh, yeah. I find Scientology very amusing because it's like a little sideshow circus of a religion that <laughs> yeah. it really is it's inconsequential you know I think it's I don't know. I find it kind of depressing. That's why I probably haven't watched it because it's like, you know what I mean? Like, like when I, if I watched a documentary about like, let's say Islam, which is something I totally don't believe in. Right. But when I, when I learned about that religion, like there's actual, there's a culture, there's actual consequence to this religion's beliefs on the greater society that can't really be quantified. Scientology, like, yeah, but I think someone that holds Maybe that to belief... Maybe indi- to an individual it does. Like, it de- certainly affects right. individuals. Absolutely. No, 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 I'm when saying... I'm talking about greater society, I'm always like... Your right, perspective, though, but your perspective attaches to both. Like, Scientology is probably doing the same things that you fear Islam may be doing. It's just not doing it on the same scale. Right. Right, right. Which so, like, is, I think, I think both. I think you can apply that right, to right, both. Right, which I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out that affects how seriously I take it. Well, but you know? Islam also has a culture of thousands of years we can look back on. I mean, they have a history. They have a history we can look at and appreciate and look at all the de- different people it's affected positively and all these other things. Right. Scientology doesn't have that, that. Goes back seventy years and yeah, that's it. And really, it, yeah. I mean, and really, well L. Ron Hubbard was a, just a genius. He made bank by writing science fiction. Visionary. I, would, I wouldn't call him a genius. I'd call him a visionary. Okay. Well, I could yeah. accept that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say a visionary genius. I, I, I would like <laughs> I to it. think that I could do what he did. I like your betting style there, buddy. I like your betting $301, style. $301, please, that's Bob. Right. That's right. <laughs> I can a rule at the price of <laughs> You know? What were you saying, Mike? I don't remember now. You were just saying you appreciated L. Ron Hubbard and you want to do the same thing. You want to start your own cult. I think it'd be fun, yeah. Corona cult. And he did all with cool things. Like, he was ex-Navy, so like his thing was all about being on a boat. Well, I don't want to offend Ben here, but I I, I, I think it's a really great parallel to Mormonism. You probably disagree. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. No, I think I think it started very... Like, the, the parallels are phenomenal, in my, in my mind, at least. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's significant differences, but... From what I can no, tell. No, you can. I mean, I think you can look I at the I think the Mormons religion. are probably glad that there's a new sideshow circus for everybody to fucking. Oh, make of fun course. Of, of course. You know what I mean? Like, it right. kind of. Like, now they're the old, one of the older kids on the block, and now yep. they're, they got they got street cred. They're a little more legit. Yeah. You know, we've been around 200 years. You only been around fucking 50 years. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Yep. I can no, watch true. a fucking interview of your church leader fucking saying it's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> Our church leader just supposedly wrote that down sometime. <laughs> Big difference. Big difference. Okay. All right. It's very true. See, got some street cred for the Mormons. Thanks to there the Scientology. There you go. That's hey, once the government starts running you out of your homes, I think you got street cred. <laughs> you know, that's right. I mean, 
Once they're like, uh, no, 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 we hate you. We're going to kill you. Once you get a few martyrs under your belt. Oh, yeah. You've taken some homies out. Oh, yeah. You know, you've uh, you've oppressed some minorities. Golf clap. You fucking, you graduate (laughs) to adolescent religion. It's nice. It's a good spot to be. Yeah. There you go. You know. Still a far cry from Catholicism, though. Well, still you know, a far cry. in order to be as successful as Catholicism, you've got to do as good of a job doing theology. And the other just don't got it. That's why they're successful. I think. I think they're just overtly because oppressive. They have, they have, the, they have theology <laughs> on their on their side. No, really. No, well, like, yeah, like yeah, why, but when you why write they survive the theo- as a religion? No, no, no when you write the theology, of course you have it on your side. Well, but it's good. they wrote it well. It's really good. <laughs> wrote it well for who? The people who couldn't read at the for time? For all of the theologian scholars that study it their entire lives and make careers on it. Like, there's, there's a discipline to it that other religions lack that I think has a lot to do with with their ability to weather time so well. I think Scientology is giving them a run for their money in that discipline <laughs> arena. Yeah, well, oh, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> they, got a 50 yard, they got a 50 year head start here. Let's see how they do. Yeah, Let's see how they I do. don't Good know luck. if I agree about Catholicism. I think it was yeah. just... No, no, I'm not saying you have to agree that they're correct. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they're correct. I would but never, they, I would never say that. Have, <laughs> they have an extremely complicated and extremely disciplined um, philosophy that outlines their rules and why they are like there's a there's a whole tapestry of reasons that that if you if you talk to a college educated Catholic that was a theologian they could explain to you the reason for every little thing they do down to the fucking letter like whether or not they're right or not is irrelevant I'm just saying they have that and I don't think Scientology has that I don't I don't think Mormons have that I don't think a lot of these newer religions have anything of the sort that can stand up to that level of scrutiny where if you were going to try to catch them on anything, if you're going to try to catch Catholicism on any kind of theology, you're going to literally have to read 500 books. You're going to have to read 500 books. I think that's proof that it's not that strong. And fucking, and you're going to have to, you're going to have to fuck up people that have dedicated their whole lives to making sure that you can't. That's, yeah, I think that's, that's I think why, all that's that why they, that's why I think hold. all that points I think all that points to it not being that strong. I think well, if you, you if, read it, if so. you have to, have you? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. So then we're both on the same right. playing field here. Okay. I was right. making sure. I'm not the one making the claim. You are just now, though. No, I, I'm, I'm making the claim of what they do. I didn't make the claim whether or not it's right or wrong. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. I was saying I think that the fact that they have to do that or the fact that you have to read 500 books or you have to look at this or that or the other to explain, I don't know, whatever theological question you would have, I think points to a very inaccessible, a very inaccessible belief system. Because, of course, if you look at Catholicism... The whole thing is everything has to be done through the church, anyways. Everything no, is I, the church. Oh, well, everything is through the, your priest. That's one way to look at. It. That's everything not necessarily what I meant, though. I mean, for example, Saint Augustine, right, with his three proofs on why God exists, right? Mm-hmm. Saint Augustine was one of the first people that came up with a logical line to try to prove so that God Augustine, exists. Like he's Italian. Yeah. Instead of Augustine. I did yeah. not. It, not, not. What Augustine? 
Augustine is a fine way to pronounce it. I'm not fucking <laughs> Rodriguez. I didn't fucking roll my he's motherfucking. Try, he's trying to get that Italian vote. He's trying to get that Italian vote. Okay. All right. San Agustin. You know, Saint Agustin. You know, yeah. No, I should start doing that, right? Oh my gosh. Right? Right? But like, 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 like newer religions just don't have figures like that. They don't. They don't have a figure from their discipline that changed the world and how we think about God and how we think about reality. And Catholicism has done that. Islam has done that. Judaism's done that. These new religions, they don't have that. They don't have, they don't have, a, they don't have a guy that wrote something down that blew everybody's fucking mind. So they, they got a few guys that wrote Laughs something and Joseph down Smith. and convinced a handful of families that convinced other families over time. But I'm telling you. Well, that's the same thing for Catholicism. Same, yeah, though. that's no. the same thing for everyone. No, it's not. And no, it's not. And it over is. Time. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Did St. Augustine on the, on blow the, up the, right away? Was he was he yes. trending? One of the greatest philosophers in human history was a Catholic. That yes. we see a now. Saint. Yes. But in the moment, was yes. he as revered he as he is now? He blew minds. He blew fucking craniums apart. How his, wide was his, his reach during his lifetime? All, uh, uh, as wide as it could be at the time. As wide as any, okay. any, any author could but be. But you could say the same thing about somebody more modern as well, as wide no, as can't. it could be at the time. No, I can't. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard has nothing on St. Augustine as far as a, a coherent theology. That's why nobody fucking buys it. St. Augustine's three proofs still make <laughs> Christians today. It still converts people today. You can talk to people, talk to born-again Christians, and if you ask, I don't know, a thousand of them, you're going to get a handful of them that say, St. Augustine fucking made me a Christian. Year 2020. He wrote that shit in fucking like, I don't even fucking remember, like 1300? Yeah. No, really. There's people, there's an advantage that comes with a thousand years of people dedicating their lives to, to, to a particular thing. And why do you think and Mormons don't have that and Scientologists don't have that? And I think that's well, of course, that's why they I don't think that's why they they're as convincing. Mormonism's to claim to religion is not that it's a new religion, though. No. Well, the claim is that they're, they're, that they're the true religion, right? No, no. Well, that's every religion's claim. Right. Last I checked. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Saint Augustine. How did you say it? I think that was his claim. As well. <laughs> so I, I, I think that Catholicism only has that because they were really the only game in town for so long and they kept it that way yeah i mean through really oppressive means and that's not to say that nothing great came out of it i mean my gosh i'm not claiming that yeah. i'm just saying it's like saying giving credit to the catholic church for having so many people be you're catholic. saying you're saying the, the lack of another option is worth noting i well, agree i mean i agree the same the same could be said for islam and judaism and christianity i mean depending upon where you were at that time in the you know you, you don't know what another belief system would have produced because that other belief system wasn't necessarily allowed to exist at that time and place correct not even just another belief system anything else <laughs> remember <laughs> they were belief. killing people I mean, we're talking about catholicism being so ingrained and that's why it's so important but you look at practices right. of like right. having catholic orphanages right. in order to raise catholics right. and going into new countries and right. converting everybody to catholicism right but again i want to make it this, wasn't necessarily i want to make sure i want to make sure we're not we're not we're not we're not fucking shifting here because again it's not i'm not talking about what your average uh catholic believes i'm talking about what the the people that are dedicated and believes that's true is working on to make a coherent 
explanation of their right. I think that's but true for that every religion. I don't, though. I don't think Scientology has near as a coherent explanation of but their But there are people that are working on it to make it that way. Right. Just like you're saying there are people in Catholicism and when that you talk about the way. reach of St. Augustine, I, are it's they? not necessarily because yes, of his writings. I question that. I don't, of think, course. I don't think anybody in Scientology is doing that. There, there, Even if it's not, I'm not saying it's most of them, but there are some true believers in that religion. Yeah. There has to be. I think they're working on their on their metaphysics. Yes, of course. Them. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Another aspect of, of Scientology is you do not have to renounce your religion to be a Scientologist. Gosh, isn't that easy? Right. That's like some born again Christian that's crap. That's fucking convenient. <laughs> yeah. sounds, sounds pretty fucking weak to me. So the you only can be thing, a member of the Brothers of Islam <clears throat> and be a Scientologist yeah. as well. The only such thing conviction. worse than that is non-denominational. <laughs> it's, it's such conviction. Basically the same, yeah. Non-denominational yeah. is a joke. Fuck. Such <laughs> Get a God, loser. <laughs> non-denominational. <laughs> Give me a break. You know. I just... I couldn't... Without the the lack of a better word without the cultish predatory behaviors of Scientology I don't think that and you don't think those ever existed in the Catholic Church no that's not my point I don't think that without that I don't think that they could just give L. Ron Hubbard's fucking Dianetics to just a stranger and they're going to get a lot of confidence I think you're wrong because of how beautifully it's written I don't I don't think Dianetics is the only thing in that in that religion that works I think Dianetics is actually a really great positive thing by itself. As if you can placebo, divorce it, if you can divorce it from everything like else, placebo with the thetans and the positive feelings and stuff. I feel like no, 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 I'm not saying it's perfect as is. I'm saying I think they're actually onto something. And I think, of course, that's when things become dangerous when there's a half truth, right? I think Dianetics is a half truth. I think having people what look inwards. Maybe we have a different understanding of Dianetics. What, what, what do you mean by well, that? So so, di- what do you think they have right? Dianetics essentially is having you process uh, emotional harms that you've experienced in your life, right? So a good thing would be like, let's say, for example, somebody had a bad experience with a drunk uncle at Thanksgiving, right? Okay, let's say that happens, right? Dianetics would allow them, but let's say they've kind of blocked that out or they don't think about that a lot, but they don't know why they have this feeling or that feeling or why they're struggling so much at work or anything else. Dianetics theoretically should point out that this is where all of this pain is stemming from. And you have to work through this before you can move forward. Right. right? That I think is a really positive thing. And that of course is where the danger comes from because of course there's this positive nugget of truth. Mm -hmm. Right. And I always like to say truth casts a very wide net. Right. That's why the, you know, the cavalcade of freaks that are on this show every week. Right. Like we all are, you know, there's truth somewhere that we're all drawn to. There's that light that us moths are are drawn to and we come from different places. So I think there is positivity with Dianetics. Unfortunately, just like any good thing that we do as humans, we like to muck it up, make money off of it and use it to control other people. So I feel like if you could just get Dianetics away from it and work on that a little bit, I think that could actually be helpful and beneficial to a lot of people. Hmm. And whether yes. it's a placebo or not, you know, yeah. some people do claim just no, the Dianetics help out. No, I'm a fan of placebos. Like if you're taking a drug and it's a placebo and it's working, keep taking it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that the point? Right? <laughs> yep. Isn't that the point? You know what I mean? I mean... The brain is a powerful thing, and that's kind of what genetics is about, is well, being able to do it yourself. Well, a placebo is a real thing. Like, yeah, we, people hear exactly. what a placebo is and they go, oh, it's fake. No, no. It's not fake. The placebo is a real phenomenon. Like it's a trackable, measurable, predictable thing. And it's weird. So if you apply that though to Dianetics, 
it seems like it should work. Right. Well, you know, you know, if you can convince people that this is what the issue is and you're going to move past it. I right. think anytime you convince anybody that they have some sort of meaning or worth, it's going to help in the right. Well, direction. of course, that's why religion you know? has been so successful. Well, I mean, yeah, because, because it's everyone all about ultimate meaning, right? Well, yeah, because everyone wants. I mean, do you want to know that you're just going to die a, 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 a surf or do you want to know that actually if you do what you're supposed to do now you can be the best surf possible and you can you know go into some great castle in the sky after you die i think it's pretty cynical but i get your point yeah it's the reality of the situation for most people it's that and it's control i think religion gives people a, a sense of not being just lost to chaos that, mm. that there is something, even if they aren't in control, something else is in control of the life around them. And that's what everybody's going to It gives me peace. It's control. I mean, the, I mean, just speaking, speaking of all this, uh, our uh, president Nelson, uh, the prophet in our church asked for a, you know, all religions, not just ours to do a fast on Sunday for understanding peace, everything else with the coronavirus that's going on. So I fasted on Sunday. So, uh, so wait a minute. You're, you're, a, you're, you're, you're a practicing Mormon still? Kind of, yes. I'm confused. We got to talk about this. <laughs> My metaphysics what? are very are very complicated. All right, I, Nick? I hope so. I wouldn't respect you otherwise. What, what do you, I mean, what's your deal with the Mormon church? You're, you're still affiliated? Do you still go? Yes. Still involved? Yes. You believe in it? Yes, I would. I wouldn't if I didn't. Okay, let's put it that way. Um, pl- I always got the uh, impression that you were an atheist. To be perfectly honest with you. Oh no 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 no! no. I'm not I, an I got, atheist. I got that. I got that. No no no. Me. That's just because I'm a jerk. Yeah. But everyone that's a jerk isn't an atheist, <laughs> but all atheists are jerks. I you see it. how that. I got you. No no. I was. Yes. I was one for many years. You know. Yeah yeah. No 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 no. Yes. Yeah. I'm not. Still, I, I am not an atheist too. Atheist jerk. The worst. <laughs> the worst. The double. The worst. I mean, imagine my personality, but really obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Fucking know it all. Oh, Wait. yeah. Oh, yeah. So the way you are now. <laughs> it's just yeah. the way you are now. Well, before I read anything. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Way worse. Way worse. Reading gotcha. helps. Read everybody. Read books. Read the books. Mm-hmm. All the books. Read all the books. St. Augustine. Read all the books. No, but the point of me bringing that up was. Does my belief in God mean that me not eating did anything for the coronavirus? Or is it more about me coming to peace with the situation personally and having clarity of thought and mind to do something that I can in my own area? Are you asking me what I think? No, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm like, is it, is it, you know, did I fast with the intention of like curing the world of some disease? Of course not. You're not an idiot. No, but... I can I can hope for that, but more realistically, what I could hope for is clarity of mind and to move forward there's and to no, know what I'm there's doing. There's no denying the historical and psychological effects of fasting. Yeah. You know, like obviously there's something about spirituality and fasting and some sort of connection in how it makes you feel and the sacrifice and all the stuff that comes with it. Something is happening there when you do that that is people find beneficial so and i personally believe that there is an energetic yeah. actuality that fasting creates i do it not on purpose just because i'm lazy i fast because i'm lazy and it I was either that or another tombstone <laughs> he's like i'm fasting yeah. no, like i do that i'll go i'll go like two day sprints without eating just just because i don't feel like it yeah it's not it's not that i'm not hungry it's just hunger doesn't really bother me that much like, i'm fine 
it's not a big deal. I can go fucking 10 days without Hunger, this will shock you guys. Hunger doesn't bother me, but I love to eat. Right. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not saying I, you know, like, 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 like if somebody made me food, I'd pig out, but I'm just not going to make it. It's just laziness. It's just fucking Well, no, because like, okay, because first of all. Sloth has me by the golden nugget. First world, first world hunger is definitely different than you know, right. third world hunger. When we say we're hungry, like, yeah, you're like, it's been a couple days or Which something. I think like, helps me allow to do that so easily mentally. Because, yeah. Because, you know, you're not worried about where the next meal right, is going to be because it's one tombstone in the oven away. Like I said, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm really like a, a, a closet voyeur doomsday prepper. Like I, I'm not disciplined enough to get involved yet, but I plan on it. So I, I voyeur it. I, I watch well, a saying. lot of I watch a lot of Survivor Man. I, mm-hmm. I, I I read about it. I think about it a lot, and like you know, and just because I'm just so aware that I know for a fact that I can go a week without eating and be fine. Like when I'm hungry, I'm just like, oh, right. You know, here's the thing. Here's a poor person question. Here's a poor person question that only poor people know how to answer correctly. All right, Mike, you're up. <laughs> All right, you ready? I got you, Ben. You ready? You ready? You got six and a half bucks at the start of your day. And that's all the money you have for the day. Mike's done this so are many you gonna times. Buy, are you going to buy a sandwich or a pack of cigarettes? Neither. He's going to get the cigarettes to sell them and make more money, Nick. That's a better answer that I didn't even have on the table. <laughs> oh, accepted. <laughs> accepted. Capitalism. <laughs> accepted. If you, know, if you know other poor people that can buy some Lucy's, fucking do that. But, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Uh, but otherwise, you want to go with a pack of cigarettes because the sandwich you eat and you're going to be hungry in another four hours. So the pack of cigarettes can curb your hunger all day. And now you have a new addiction to feed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Still cheaper than trying to buy four sandwiches a day on 650. I already know what I said. <laughs> all right, kids. Daddy's lighting you up. <laughs> hey, smarter than both of those. This get us through lunch. Smoke this Mary cigarette. Beth, don't hoard your meth. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just telling you, these are poor people tricks. Yeah, um, a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> well, that's just gross. No, it's fulfilling. No. And actually, the reason peanut butter, you know, that was... That is the poor person answer to protein. It really is. That's I'm why. That's why, that like, that's why it exists. That's why it exists. I have subsisted on peanut butter and potatoes for months. Yeah. <laughs> Man, dude, I remember. I remember finding some yeah. old stale chips in the pantry. You go and down the potatoes the, were free. You ever? <laughs> You ever make you ever make poor man salsa from all the free condiments at the fucking gas station? Yep, dude. You fucking take ketchup and hot sauce and the onion goopy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that fucking the, the onions that come in the bag. It's just like onion goop. It's like a jelly. Oh, it's like onion jelly that comes out of the packet. You fucking mix the ketchup and the hot sauce and the onion goop. Add some water right? and you got yourself you a stew. You fucking microwave some fucking American oil slices over your stale chips. And then you dump that shit on top. Mm. Fucking Joe Exotic would show, serve that shit at his pizza shop, I bet. Shit would be good. I don't know about good, but I know Mike has had to eat a lot of nasty Dude, after stuff. A hard, <laughs> after a hard day's taming tigers, buddy, you, won't even, you don't even know what you'd eat. <laughs> this is true. Some, some I, mullet I, butthole. Ketchup even. Soup and <laughs> I couldn't do that Walmart. That Walmart truck meat stuff had me gagging. I need some of that. So okay. they went to all the Walmarts and picked up all the expired meats, and that's what they fed 
to the tigers. Oh, okay. But or, if you were there unloading, the if you were there unloading, you got to pick the best stuff and take it home to eat yourself. Nice. The problem was they started using that on their pizzas for <laughs> yeah, their pizzas pizza that they sold in the, yeah. the zoo. And I was oh, like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, my yeah, God. What do you want on your tombstone? Yeah, like, I mean, bad. wouldn't you know the pepperonis are looking like slices of bologna? <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah. And they had them all sitting around. All the methods are sitting around like, oh, they make the best pizza here and there. And I'm like, yeah, you think that, don't you, bud? I eat that shit. They're I living in the trailers. That, I swear that, to God, I eat that shit. No problem. They got these no trailers. Problem. They got these trailers <laughs> that like get up to 120 degrees at night in like one AC unit. Oh. They're living in filth. There's nothing but Mountain yeah. Dew bottles well, everywhere. Look, if they weren't living there, they'd be living under a bridge somewhere. The so. bridges at least get cleaned by the rain, dude. Oh. <laughs> like, Just saying. Whew. Just saying. Joe helps his community more than he hurt. Fact. I will stand up to that man all day. <laughs> all day. I really will. I really like If it. it's Joe Exotic or Catholicism, really you got like another it. thing coming when it comes to Nick. I won't defend everything he did, but most things he did, I will defend. What, what, was there a moment where you thought you'd turn on him? Yeah, definitely. Like, when? Like, no, uh, early in the thing, I think a lot of his problems could have been solved by him getting arrested when he should have been arrested first. Mm. When he mailed Carol the, that bitch, um, <laughs> a box of poisonous snakes. Did he actually mail yes, that though? I thought he was just talking yeah. about nope. it. Nope. Carol said she opened it and poisonous snakes came out. Oh gosh. That's, that's attempted murder. Well, and then when he was shooting the, and, then, and anybody could open that box. Yeah. You know, a little kid, like he should have been fucking stopped right there, right there. Somebody should have said to Joe, Joe, I know you're crazy. I know you want to take this to 10, <laughs> but you're going to hurt. You're going to fuck yourself. And he did. He fucked himself. He, he let, he did like, he got carried away and he picked a fight. He couldn't fight. He started appropriating he, he got, funds for his yeah. gubernatorial no, race he, and his presidential on, race. He took on a legal battle that he was too ignorant to know he couldn't win. And he didn't have the right friends around him that he respected enough telling him, mm. Joe, Joe, you can't, you need well, a fucking, yeah. well, yeah, but he was the king of his castle, but that was by design. Was nobody was there to check him. That was by design, Nick. Right. He, he wanted to be the tiger king. You know, he wanted to sit on the throne. He no, didn't he, want people to actually give him advice. He wanted right. yes, men. His ego got the best. Of yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make him a bad person. That's why you guys have to be. Every epic if I just, tale right there. You know, yeah. If I just surrounded myself with yeah. yes, man, you know, who knows he, what would He didn't happen. have the right friends at the right time, and it fucked up. <laughs> well, what would this podcast be if we were yes, man? Bro? I don't know. Ugh, it wouldn't you know? be good. Because we all have flaws. We all got to like understand our flaws and keep friends around that will fucking check us when we fucking get out of line, yep. right? I mean. Absolutely. So, uh, chat has been uh, blowing up. Oh, what are we saying? Blowing what up. What are we saying that's so controversial? I don't know. I don't know. What do the Russians have to say about The Russian us? bots, what do they have to say about religion, Nick? Lay it on us. Shane's talking about, I don't know, I gotta scroll up. I gotta catch up. <laughs> I'm behind. Okay, so Salvador, be quick. Uh, fucking These New Religions is a good band name. That's a good one. These New Religions, I like it. Losing my new religion. There you go. That's me. It probably makes me a Russian bot, but agnostic That's here. Me in the I believe corner. in the grand design, but haven't met the designer personally. Same. Constantine was a follower of Jesus. Is where my Baptist Methodist upholding went. Jack, Ker dude, oh, Shane, Jack Kerouac. Shane, type your words, buddy. We don't. <laughs> You're speaking a different language than your phone, bro. These, these Russian bots, man. Constantine was a follower of Jesus, quote, unquote. Is, were, my Baptist, Methodist upbringing went Jack Kerouac. Yes. Agreed. He's saying that's when his Thanks beliefs went Jack Kerouac. Okay. Who says we're whack? 
Jack Kerouac. Don't call back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kerouac. <laughs> All right, Nick, lay it on us. What are you going to be up to this exciting week? Dude, it's the worst, bro. <laughs> it's the worst, dude. So I mean, it sounds like you're jobs. having a really tough time over there shooting I'm guns, getting drunk. Be, I'm supposed to be painting models for Lane. He hired me and. <laughs> I told you he'd fall for anything, Nick. I told you he would fall for anything. He hired me to paint his model. No, I'm about halfway through. I'm making progress, but it's not as fast as I wanted to. My wife is working from home, so she's in my man cave at my op. I hate her at my computer. I fucking hate it. Mm, I don't like computer. anybody at my computer. I don't like my computer is like it's like my pri- it's like my bathroom, like my toilet. Like, don't fucking sit on my toilet. Is there scat porn on there, Nick? <laughs> fucking don't fucking. Don't fucking sit it. Don't fuck with my shit. But they got to. She's got to. She's got to work. And then the kid, after she's done working all day, then the kid goes in there and does his schoolwork on my computer. So I was like, fuck. Are they really having to so, do schoolwork on the computer? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Why? School counties are passing out it's very, computers for dude, the kids to be able to finish. my it's child so doesn't understand the Pythagorean theorem before he's fucking 10, the world ends. Okay? <laughs> the fucking hey, world ends. But we were talking about this the other day off the show, but I just want to point this out because it just blows my mind. I was thinking about this the other day, specifically about Pythagoras, right? He was afraid of beans. No, no, no. Here's the great thing. He, he, said, he said all sorts of stuff. He also believed in um, in uh, reincarnation because his friends were beating a dog. And he's like, oh, when the dog yelped, I thought I heard my friend's voice. Reincarnation. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Sounds like something that somebody is afraid of beans. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, no, no. But here's what I love. I, I, here's what I love. And what, what grade is your kid in? Uh, second. Second grade. Second grade, they're learning about the Pythagorean theorem. Oh, I, I just made okay. that up as an example. Oh, okay. He's not but, really, but... But really, in the, sixth, in, the, in, the, in the sixth and seventh grade, they start working on that, right. right? So, in the sixth and seventh grade, on a pop quiz, like, okay, here's Pythagorean theorem, everything else. When he came to that, when he had that information, he literally was convinced he was a god because he had that information. He actually started his own cult. Right, he started like gathering people up in Italy, going, "I'd be the J, whatever." Oh, he had a geometry cult. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's what's even crazier about that cult: it wasn't a "Hey, let's just do whatever," because that was already culture, right? It was actually restrictive. Yeah, uh-huh. no. these oh, yeah, people yeah. signed up. This man thought he was a god I because of this information, and our sixth graders know it on a test. I can't remember his name, but some guy apparently I might not even know his name. But I remember, like, when I was reading about Pythagoras. There was a guy that came up and showed him a different way to do his problems, and they killed him. <laughs> they murdered him on the spot. <laughs> that was the, the common spot. core approach. Yeah. <laughs> on the spot, because, you know, you just offended my ego so bad that, you know, it's insulting, right? You yep. Know? But I just think about the fact that there is information out there that convinced somebody they were a god, and now a sixth grader has it on a test. Sometimes I feel like I've, I've, I've had... Like, I've, how crazy is that? So L. Ron Hubbard's never had that? sixth grade test yeah. in years from now. It could be. You've never, you've never had a moment of, of profound enlightenment where you felt like you were greater than the other for just a minute? Every no. Every morning I, I wake have. up. I have. I've had, I've had some profound epiphanies in my life where I was just like, holy shit, I realized this and I don't think anybody else does. Of course, that's not true. It's just the feeling. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Right, but I, I, I get that feeling. I get it. I don't know if I've I ever had that feels. feeling. I know those feels. No, when I when I first learned about the double slit experiment and how reality isn't what I thought oh, it was, it's so that, great. That fucking that wrecked me for a good while. Yeah, that wrecked me for like that was a whole part of my shift from not being an atheist anymore. It was part of the learning about how complicated uh-huh. this all is. And man, it really wrecked me. I mean, there was a while there where I was like. Because I go to, you know, even today, you try to tell people, like, and I think everybody should know about the double-sided experiment and how super positioning works. 
but most people don't. And if you tell them how it works on the surface, they won't believe you. And right. you totally understand why they don't believe you. Yeah. I, would, I didn't believe me either. They're just concerned with their $1,200 checks. <laughs> don't be a jerk, okay? It's true. <laughs> true. Mike. Bookends. Mike. What are you up to this week, bud? I'm going to go finish my mom's toilet tomorrow. Yeah, I bet you will. Yeah. I bet she's excited. <laughs> That's it? That's yeah, all you that, got? What else we got going on? I might throw a secret party at some point soon. Nice. Don't tell the government. And I am, well, I am. Yeah. Uh, they'll arrest you for not social distancing by throwing you in a cage with eight other motherfuckers. Exactly. But then they'll release me because they're afraid that it's going to break out in the jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. They After will. you get it, they'll release you. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, since, yay, government. <laughs> since you, since you came Bam. over this time, maybe we can, I don't know, maybe we can do something. We can do a stream or we can do, we can do something simple, easy, fun. Yeah. For some people. Yeah. Put it out there. I don't know. Anyways, I like laying on the show and laying back. <laughs> Look, I, I can like only have one metrosexual in on, episode. Okay, I can only have one metrosexual. Have Mike. I'm just saying we got an empty chair here. And we, can't, have choice, we can't. Have, we can't have. We can't have Mike I want Lane. Lane. I want Mike. I want Yanis. I want a big round table. Oh, Get Stephen back in. Stephen back in here. A five-hour fucking spectacular. Well, we could. Um, you know, we we had discussed off the air doing something with the. Uh, the election and i'm still down to do that and that would be something similar to that so we can we can figure something out it doesn't have to just be the election it can be anything we can do a watch along where we tell people what we're watching they press play at the same time and we can't show what yeah. we're watching but we can show us we know sorts of no, stuff i'm gonna make i'm gonna make lane my pet project my pet project don't tell him i said so you're gonna like, turn him straight i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna red pill his ass <laughs> Watch. It might take me a few years, uh, but Nick, I, I hope Nick, to know. Here's the issue. I really like Lane. I really here's, like, we've been hanging out uh, like off camera mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a couple times. I really like Lane, and I I'm, and I've I've red pilled. I've got quite a few under my belt. And All right, I'm, I'm gonna get his ass. Here's the you issue. Wait. Here's you the wait. issue, Nick. I don't think he'll respond. I don't think he'll respond the way you're thinking he's going to respond. It'll take time. It'll be a slow. It'll be a slow slide. Well, I'm just saying he he's probably really sensitive to that because I know his family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna chip away at it. Well, I'm gonna chip it away at it. it. Like it's not his fault or his family's fault that his family doesn't understand why they're right. <laughs> it's not his fault. And I'm gonna explain why they're right. They don't know why they're right. He doesn't know why why they're right. Nobody does. I'm going to help. That's why. That's how I'm going to red pill him. I'm going to chip away. I'm going to chip away at his little college-educated brain. I'm going to chip him down until <laughs> there's nothing left but lane. It's going to be great. Jeez. It's my pet. He, he All right. I said so. He knows it. I'm already on Well, we're going to try and red pill lane. We might come up with some fun content. Who knows? Thank you guys for joining us today. I saw at one point there was like... 15 people in here. Awesome. Coronavirus is doing this show well. Yeah. yeah. Stay at so, home and watch our show. Yeah. Stay at home, watch our stuff. Go to our website, thesnapcracklepodcast.com. That is thesnapcracklepodcast.com. Thank you so much for Nick and Mike. I'm Ben. And this has been another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. We will catch you guys on the other side. Right on. <laughs>